Hey lovelies, welcome back to All Things J and J Glam. On today's episode, we'll be talking with Brendan Kumarasamy on the topic Communication Mastery. Brendan is the founder of Master Talk, a YouTube channel he started to help the world master the art of public speaking and communication. He coaches purpose-driven entrepreneurs on how to master their message and share their ideas with the world. Are you interested in learning how to speak and communicate better in public? Come with me, let's meet Brendan. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I appreciate you finding time to do this. I appreciate your patience. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, a lot of times are crazy. <laughs> so sorry at this. Life is crazy and finding time is also crazy. So I understand. It's fine. It's good. Without wasting much time, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Absolutely, Natasha. So my name is Brendan. I'm the founder of Master Talk, which is a YouTube channel I started to help the world master the art of communication, public speaking. And how I got started was when I was in university, I used to do these things called case competitions. So think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So while other guys my age would play soccer or baseball or football, well, I wasn't really into sports. What I did instead is I applied that same competitive spirit, but to presentations. So I presented hundreds of times, coached dozens of people on communication, and I realized a lot of the YouTube content on public speaking was really bad. So I started to make YouTube videos. I called it Master Talk, and the rest was history. So that's where the whole idea came from. You figured out that there was nothing like what you envisioned about public speaking on YouTube. So you decided to start something much better. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Like a lot of the content right now, Natasha, is you should be yourself. Yeah. You should get up on stage. You should focus on this very specific academic environment. And you're just like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> so I started making videos to make it more fun and accessible for people. I watched a few of your videos. It's interesting what you're doing. And I think a lot of people need to get in touch into the kind of content you're creating. Really informative. I think it's a great thing you're doing out there. Keep it up. <laughs> of course. Thank you. I appreciate it. So can you explain a little bit about communication mastery? Of course. Let's keep it really simple. You know, the question I always start with, Natasha, is the following. How would the world change if you were an incredible speaker? If you were one of the best speakers on the planet, how would the world be different? That is the key to communication mastery. Because at the end of the day, being good at communication doesn't really mean speaking up on a stage. It means communicating better with everyone around you, whether it's with the kids that you just tucked to bed, whether it's with dinner conversation that you have with your family, your friends, your colleagues, the way you negotiate deals, the way that you order food at the restaurant, every interaction you have is communication. And the better that you get at each of those interactions, the better your life will be. Hmm. Better your life. Thanks. <laughs> that part, I was supposed to ask you a question concerning that part, but it was supposed to be like later on. Probably I'm going to put it, I'm going to chip it in right now. Do you think transforming your communication skills will help transform your business and your overall life? Because you just said something like that. That's why this question is chipping in. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I'll give you the best example. Let's say you have a family right now, anyone who's listening, and they always argue all the time with their with their spouse, their husband, their kids. Most of those arguments have never as I have never anything to do with who's right and who's wrong. It's always misunderstanding. What I understood is not what you understood versus what they understood. So when you become a better communicator, you can forget about the presentations. Just the way that you're interacting with your family will change. And then you don't have any problems. So let's say you live, you take my my example. I live with my mom, my sister, my grandpa. We don't have any issues because I'm a great communicator. So we're all very happy. Right. So that's the key is you think of communication, the context that works for you. If you're someone who wants to have a big business, you want to make a lot of money, you want to make a lot of impact, perfect. Communication is the vehicle that will get you there. But if you're also somebody who wants to spend every weekend with their family, does not want to work 100 hours a week, wants to have a nine to five and spend time every time with them, then see communication as the same vehicle, but to achieve the goals that you want out of life. Yeah, I agree. I know you already said master talk came about while you were in school and all of that. But what motivated you to like come into YouTube and started creating all your content? Yeah, absolutely. So, so to give you more layer, more context here, Natasha, case competitions are essentially where a business gives you a problem and you have to solve the problem and present a solution back to them. But the problem is you don't have a lot of time to do that. So how the cases work is the McDonald's, let's say, or Walmart or any company gives you a problem. And then you have to go back. You have to take three hours to write up slides, to make financial statements, risks, figure out the full strategy. And at the end of the three hours, you have to present it back to the same executives. Just three hours. Only three. Some competitions, international level ones, you have 24 hours. And most people who compete in those 24-hour cases don't sleep because if you sleep you lose time that another team will use to beat you so these competition environments natasha were very intense right we have like not like the competition we have in montreal called jmuck 19 countries around the world i actually have my shirt which is from that competition but anyways 19 countries from around the world come to montreal every year from germany from the uk from singapore from thailand they come out just to give PowerPoint presentation. They take a flight to come here just wow. to give presentation. And you can think of me as the dictator of that program. I was the leader of that entire program for three years, uh, two years. Sorry, I participated in three, but I was the leader for two. So I was the person leading these teams to victory. So that's why I mastered communication because we didn't have a speech coach in the program. And we couldn't afford one. They're really expensive. So I became the speech coach. I just started, I didn't really know how to coach people. I just kind of figured it out, but I got really good really fast. So just to give you an idea, after I graduated, I was 22, but I started coaching C-level executives when I was 23. So today, a lot of my clients are 46, 48, 50 years old, but I'm 24 today, right? So I learned 40 years of communication knowledge in four that's a good way of kind of understand. Does that make more sense? Kind of the context. Sure. Yeah. So, so what led to master talk essentially was after that knowledge, yeah. I, when I come, when I started, cause a lot of the people on YouTube, they're PhDs, but they don't know how to talk to the general public. 
So let's say you look at their videos on communication, they would say something like this. How do you master extrapananeous speeching? And how do we think about glossophobia in a way that, and you're just like, what is this person saying? You're like, too much big grammars. <laughs> yeah, too much like BS, if I'm being honest, it's just BS. And I'm just looking at this like, first of all, I mastered communication without that degree. That doesn't make any sense. How do we simplify this knowledge in a way that somebody who doesn't have these fancy degrees can understand them. That's what led to master talk. So obviously when I started, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just a kid in a basement making videos. But over time, as I got more executive coaching experience, and now I coach many CEOs today, I started getting a lot, I got really good really fast. And then I was able to use the insights and the financial resources they were giving me to make my videos perfect every single time for the general public. It was actually a learning process for you to get better each day, which is really interesting. You know, you're young and you have a lot of knowledge about communication, which is really good. Not everybody your age can actually come out to speak boldly with confidence, you know, which is really interesting for me. Okay, that leads to my next question. How can we communicate and present ourselves better online and even offline? Absolutely. So I have an easy trick that anyone can do that will 10x your communication skills with presentations. It's called the puzzle method. Public speaking is like a jigsaw puzzle, Natasha. You know those thousand piece puzzles? Maybe your kids do them. You kind of put them together. So, so if I asked you, Natasha, let's say you're working on this puzzle with your kids. Which pieces do you start with first and why? You don't know? Because I just know I'd like to figure it out. No, bro. No, it's, it's not meant to be a hard question. So yeah. when we look at the puzzle, aren't the corner pieces easier because they're easier to find? You know, there's like corners. Yeah, the corners. The edges. That's it. That was the answer. So don't worry. It's simple, right? <laughs> so you don't need to be a puzzle expert. Don't worry. It's not. <laughs> but anyways, the point is when you start working on a puzzle, trust me, ask your kids tomorrow morning when they wake up, they'll tell you, they'll be like, mama, we have to we start with the edges for the corners. <laughs> anyways. So when I do that, right, then we work our way in the middle, but we don't do that in public speaking. So let's say you have a presentation in business, at work, at school. What do you do? You start with the middle pieces first. You shove a bunch of content, you get to the presentation, you present, you ramble like crazy, you get to the last slide and it sounds like this. Oh, the thanks. That's probably 95% of all the presentations that I hear. But there's an easy way to fix this. Start with the edges first, like a puzzle. Practice your introduction 50 times, not three times, not five times. Do it 50 times. In an hour, you'll have mastered your introduction. Same thing with the conclusion. What's a great movie with a terrible ending? Terrible movie. <laughs> 50 times. Once again, 50 times sounds like a lot. It's not, Natasha. Your conclusion is one minute. It'll take you an hour to do it 50 times with a little water break in the middle. In two hours of practice, your communication skills will 10x because you'll look at your introduction, your conclusion, go, wow, I'm really good at this thing. So every time I have to like do a presentation or every time, for example, our listing, I have to do a presentation, we have to practice our introduction 50 times to be able to grasp speaking properly or communicating properly. Is that what you're saying? Yes and no. So am I saying that you need to do that with every single presentation in your life? No. No. But 
there was one presentation that you give a lot more than the others. I'll give you an example. With your podcast, your podcast, you need to promote it, right? You need to go to universities, clubs, you know, other, and you present, your, this is my podcast, the Natasha Felix podcast. This is what it's about. This is I need to spark. That's a good example of a topic, Natasha, that you need to present a hundred times, right? You just need to. The podcast isn't going to change. Yeah. It's, it's the same you, same background, different guest, right? Say, same thing. So in that context, applying puzzle is perfect for you because you uh, do your introduction 50 times. You do your conclusion 50 times and then your whole presentation is perfect. Then you go, wow, the way I explain my podcast is world-class. And then you'll make all of your other presentations world-class in the process. Yeah, that's another one. The key is do one presentation, essentially. Yeah, I get that. So why do people struggle with public speaking? Right. The reason they struggle is because of the education system. Think about it, Natasha. Most of the presentation we get in our lives are mandatory. We don't wake up one morning and say, hey, Natasha, do you want to get breakfast and present all day? I think I may be one of four people in my country who says that. I don't think anybody else says that. Feel free to correct me, but I don't think anyone else goes, hey, Natasha, let's get breakfast and present for seven hours. I don't think uh, it's the most exciting thing for people to do, right? Which means 100% of the presentations we give are mandatory. We have to do it. So in school, three things happen. One, you never get to pick the topic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a renaissance in history. You're like, what's a renaissance? You don't know. Number two, students. Students don't care to listen to you, not because they don't care about you, but because they have to talk about Egypt in 10 minutes, so they're biting their nails, right? They're not paying attention. Number three, teachers. Teachers are very well-educated, very smart, very well-intentioned, but also very stressed. You got 60 students in a classroom. Each single student needs to do their own presentation. Do you really have time to coach them? Probably not. So all of these things, topics you don't get to pick, to students who don't care to listen to you, to teachers who don't have time to coach you, happens everything and everywhere. Math, sciences, English, languages, French, on... And on and on, we're taught to believe that communication is a chore. It's like doing the dishes, right? It's like, I don't know, mopping the floor, right? So instead of uh, thinking about public speaking as a chore, we need to start thinking about it as a way to make a difference. Because once we realize that it is a way to make a difference, that's how we'll overcome our fear and master public speaking. We need to see it as a way to communicate better. Absolutely. Like, for example, for you, communication is not just about speaking. It's about being a better host for the people who listen to you. Right. For me, communication isn't about talking. It's about talking in a compelling way that people want to take action on what we're saying today. Yeah. Okay. my next question to master communication, do you need to develop or understand emotional wisdom or emotional intelligence? I mean, for sure, AI is definitely important to any, any part of your success. And the thing I'll definitely point towards is this idea of understanding your audience. Emotional intelligence is important because it allows you to understand how the other person is feeling. So let me tell you an example. Let's say you came into this interview and you said, 
hey, Brendan, I'm so sorry. You know, I had to put my kids to bed. And I responded like this. How dare you, Natasha? Do you know how busy I am as an individual? You know how much you would hate me? Probably a lot. You'd be like, who is this guy? He's so insensitive. Raz, instead, what did I say? I said, hey, don't worry about it, Natasha. That's totally fine. We all have kids. We all have obligations. Don't worry. Take your time. So notice how you're like, wow, Brendan understands me. I don't really know him, but he, he gets me. He understands where I'm coming from. You need EI to figure that out, right? You need emotional intelligence to say, where is the other person right now? How can I put myself in the other person's shoes and understand from their perspective? If you can do that much better, your presentations will be better as well because you're speaking to somebody else's problem. In that aspect, you know, it's not everyone that has the patience to be able to figure out emotional intelligence. I think at the end of the day, we all just need to learn or try to be patient with other people to be able to build a great communication. I don't know. I don't know if I make sense. You make perfect sense. I, th- I think the way that I say it is this idea that it really depends how badly you want to share your ideas with people. You know, if you care about sharing it to a big audience, you need to develop the, the empathy and the patience necessary to figure out what their problems are. Right? Like if I didn't have that empathy, my videos would not be the way they are today because I wouldn't care enough to produce that level of quality. Right. So it's, it's this idea that it's a choice that people have to make. And of course, if you're making the bad choice and you don't want to work on your emotional intelligence, I'm probably the wrong person to listen to. But if you're someone who wants to get better, then this is definitely the conversation you want to be a part of. Yeah. For me, I think I'm growing into that level of communicating better because it's going to take me a long way in my relationship, in my approach with people, with work, and even with my podcast, with my audience as well. Absolutely. And I'm sure you'll get there. I mean, you seem to have the right empathy and patience. Now you just need to figure out the different techniques that I hope my videos help you with. Do you think I have patience? (laughs) I mean, you seem to have patience. Didn't we reschedule like three times or something? (laughs) Don't tell me about that. (laughs) So you have have a lot of patience. And you saw my last email when I sent you. I said, I hope you're not going to cancel this one as well. Yeah, but it was the third time. It was okay. But look, you have a lot of patience in my view. So I don't think... uh... Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so what's the biggest challenge with public speaking? Biggest challenge is not presenting the same thing multiple times. Most people present a hundred different presentations and they want better results and they'll never get them. The people who really do well at communication are the people who do the same topic over and over again. Tony Robbins has been doing the same damn seminar for 40 years, longer than I've been alive by a long shot. That's why he's amazing because he always does the same seminar over and over and over and over and over again. You need to do the same thing in your lives. If you care about cooking, if you care about um, helping kids with their leadership programs and their skills, if you're passionate about marketing, it doesn't really matter what that thing is. Just figure out what that one topic is and slowly master it. That's why I speak well on podcasts, not because I'm special, but because people always ask me the same questions over and over again. The first time I get the question, hey, Brenda, where does the fear of public speaking come from? Well, I don't really know. I go, uh, I don't know, is this a book, uh, science? But after the 200th time, somebody asked me the question, I go, I think I have a better answer now. Same thing. Yeah. Okay, for example, for podcasts, what do you have to say about that? 
because you're saying that if you're doing something over and over again, what about my podcast? I do like different episodes every week. All the podcasters do the same thing as well. So Right. But you have to remember, Natasha, that even if your podcast episodes change, your format stays the same. Okay. It's always introduction, new guest, conclusion. Yeah. Introduction, new guest, conclusion. It's always the same thing, right? Watch uh, Tom Billy's Impact Theater, Lewis House's School of Greatness, or any of these big interview shows. Yeah, sure, the guest changes, format stays the same. So they get much better at interviewing as they do more and more shows. Yeah, now I get it. So it has to do with the format. Yeah, but it's also the presentation if you want to work on that as well. Like, for example, for you, your presentation should be your podcast. Like, what are you trying to achieve with your show? Who are you trying to inspire? Make a presentation for 10 minutes and then present that presentation 100 times and you'll be a world-class speaker. Okay, I'm going to work on that. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Oh my God, thank you so much, um, Brandon, for sharing a little bit with us about public speaking and communicating better. Before I let you go, do you have any advice or do you have a last-minute thing you want to share with our listeners? Sure, I'll leave with the book recommendation and life advice. So book recommendation is Thirst by Scott Harrison. It's the number one book on public speaking I've read. I think Scott's really smart. I think he does a really good job with Charity Water and, and how he promotes his cause to the world through storytelling and messaging. I think it's a great read for people. So check that out. And life advice, simple. Be insane or be the same. If you want to be like everyone else, that's totally fine. But if you want to do something important with your life, you want to do something great, the only way to do that is to be different. Think about me. I started a YouTube channel on executive communication tips when I was 22. Then I started coaching executives when I was 23. But I still live in my mother's basement, right? My mother still tucks me to bed every single day. I dance alone in that basement an hour a day, karaoke in eight different languages. I love Justin Bieber. I'm a very bizarre character, Natasha. And that's the point when every decision in your life makes sense to the only person that matters, which is you, you'll probably become extremely successful with your life. So be insane or be the same. So how can our listener find you? How can they um, get your content and, you know, get in touch as well? Yeah, absolutely. Best way to do that is YouTube. So all you have to do is go to YouTube and type master talk in one word and you'll find me no problem. Thank you for taking the time to do this with us. I really enjoyed the time. Of course, pleasure was mine. Thank you, Brandon, for sharing all of this with us. It was really insightful, and I hope you all out there got something from today's episode. If you're listening to us for the first time, please don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes every Tuesday. Thank you, lovelies, for listening to have a wonderful week. Stay safe, spread love, and be great. Mwah.